This is Carmel Baron. You're listening to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix. Why, yes, it is, Carmel Bear. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 164th edition of the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix podcast here on November 11th, 2023. Shout out to our veterans. Uh, the one closest home to me, I suppose, would be my late grandfather, Mr. Howard Johnson. Shout out to him. He served in Japan in World War II. So big appreciation to all our veterans out there. Um, but yeah. I am one of the hostesses, the Garlic Johnson. We are joined, as always, by our other lovely hostess, the Joshua Mitchell. Josh, say hi to the Walters out there. Hi, folks. <laughs> just just got to get it in early so Al can be upset later. Uh, we appreciate people who chat along in the Discord, just like uh, some of our best fans do. Segment start times will be down in the description below. And thank you, at Levi Oki Illustration, for all the beautiful art you can see. Um, and I was surprised to learn recently, I don't know if he listens every week or if it was just a fluky app to listen this week, but even after he left the Discord and stuff, Carmel Bear listened to the most recent episodes, so, you know, I mean, uh, good for him. I, I thought that man had wow. stopped listening years ago, but apparently Carmel Bear is still out there. So, big shout out to him, big shout out to him and his beautiful artwork. Um, for, a, for a reasonable price, Carmel Bear will make you some beautiful artwork as well. Josh, how we doing this Saturday morning? Oh, we doing, Gar? We doing? How are you? Well, <laughs> I'm doing okay. Um, do you have any veterans in the family or anything like that? Yeah, I got quite a few. I won't go through them all. Um, yeah, got a few. Okay. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out to the veterans. Um. All right, Josh. Well, uh, has anything exciting happened for you between Tuesday and now? I feel like we always have to talk about, like, the chit-chat can't just be how you doing good, how you doing good. Like, there's is there anything exciting that's happened for you between Tuesday and now? Or anything boring or anything eventful or anything terrible? Something. Give us a little something. I had B-dubs for dinner last night. Oh, what was the occasion? Uh, for failing to prepare dinner, <laughs> but no, nah, it was. I mean, nothing, nothing big that I could think of. Um, yeah, I mean, next Saturday, um, we'll have a um, bit of a difference. I will have a um, an update, but not not this week. Okay. Oh wow, a little tease for the people, Josh. You tease. Um, all right, well, for me, I've seen a couple movies this week I thought were pretty good. I saw Killers of the Flower Moon, the Martin Scorsese film. A little long, Martin Scorsese starting to you know put out those three-hour movies. It was okay. I didn't hate it. I thought um, some of the visuals of the Osage and some of the way they depicted their uh, their tribe were beautiful. also saw The Marvels on Thursday. That was a really good movie. Um, I know Josh continually likes to hate on Miss Marvel for some reason, but she was easily the best part. Uh, Kamala Khan was easily the best part of the Marvels. She does an amazing job acting. She's a breath of fresh air. A lot of people I see comparing her to, um, like just like when Spider-Man Tom Hiddleston, or Tom, yeah, is that Hiddleston? Or is that the other one? Doesn't matter. When, uh, when Spider-Man joined the MCU, it was a breath of fresh air, and I think Kamala Khan is a similar thing these days. So, big shout-out to the Marvels and Killers of the Flower Moon. Also, Loki Season 2 on Disney Plus just ended. That's amazing. And, uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of screen time this week, but a lot of, uh, a lot of, good, a lot of good projects out there. Um, what have you been watching lately, Josh? 
Uh, well, we're finishing up Designated Survivor, um, Nikita and I. That's a decent show. You can. So I, I guess seasons one and two are on like, uh, um, you know, just the TV programming. I don't even know what channel. And then season three was picked up by Netflix. And you can kind of tell that um, Netflix it took over because it is a little bit looser with um, things. And <clears throat> they try to appeal to, I don't know, they... They change it. They just decide that they want to add in um, curse words and scenes that would never ever, you know, make it into um, TV, sure. obviously, yeah. um, and that are just kind of unnecessary. And so, to me, it was like, okay, is that really needed? Um, because it didn't do anything to drive the plot or, you know, tell a backstory or anything like that. So. Um, Netflix, get your act together. Um, other than that, myself, um, I mean, I finished Gen V a while, a couple of weeks ago. I just finished Queen's Gambit, which was amazing. Oh, that was um, a good one. I watched. And so now I'm just kind of sitting here waiting patiently for the boys. And I don't know if you saw season four, like teaser, but they say, you know, oh. um, it's coming out in 2024, but they say it takes place shortly after or a couple months after Gen V. So if you haven't seen Gen V, it might be worth uh, plopping down and checking out because uh, you'll need some of that backstory. Um, And then, yeah, now I'm just kind of at a loss as to what to watch next. I'm watching Upload because the season three uploads out, but I'm almost done with or caught up with that. So now I'm just kind of sitting there wondering, what am I going to watch while I bike next? I mean, I, again, I'd throw out, uh, I mean, you, you've already said it. I don't need to tell you that the service is great, Apple TV, but the lessons in chemistry, I'm sure you've seen that advertised on Apple TV. That's pretty good. Severance is really good. Um, you've obviously watched Ted Lasso, right? So, yep. Um, it's like Mythic Quest, I think, is on there. That's just a half an hour one. But yeah, Severance or Lessons in Chemistry or Morning Show just concluded. It's it's done with its three seasons. Those are pretty good shows. Anyways, this isn't the TV podcast, but I was curious what you were watching these days. Um, but I appreciate your insight. And uh, yeah, Derek, there's a, the MCU is about to be on fire, Walters. Um, we'll move on here, Josh. Let's get into the meat of our Saturday morning shows. As we do every Saturday morning, we're going to sit here and we're going to go through some start-sit options. And you and I are right. going to sit back while Walters takes over our podcast and dominates everyone else with his big <laughs> sh- log between his legs. Um, How did we do last week, Josh, and why are we terrible? I played the fifth. <laughs> Uh, last week you did uh, you did fine. Went three out of five. I went over, and Walters went two out of five. So you did have the best week in, as far as correct guesses. Um, as far as difference goes, you had a negative point eight difference. I had a negative nine point one difference, and Walters had a positive forty point three point difference. Uh, all because of one player. And so we are going to go overall. You are seventeen out of forty with a minus thirty nine. I am eleven out of forty uh, with the minus fifty one point seven five. And Walters is five out of fifteen with the positive twenty seven point five. Last week was not my best week. I'm just giving you guys a little bit of a cushion. I feel like I feel like this is where I'm going to start shining. So plus one hundred is the rest of the way out. All right, shine bright like a diamond, my friend. Yeah, who who could have predicted uh, C.J. Stroud putting up? I think in my most egregious QB scoring league, he put up 80 points. So C.J. Stroud yeah. had quite the week. Um, well, it wasn't because of C.J. Stroud. It was Tank Dell that got him his points. Well, yeah, I know, but I'm just saying C.J. Stroud was spreading the ball around. Dalton Schultz went off. Tank Dell went off. You know, all thanks to C.J. Stroud, right? I guess. Right. All right. Uh, who we got this week, Josh? Who's up first? 
Well, I pick first, so you can go oh, ahead and discuss oh. the quarterbacks. <laughs> excuse, I'm sorry, Josh. I didn't, excuse me. I just uh, I'm used to you going first. In our very first start set category here, Josh, we're looking at some quarterbacks, and again, we're usually uh, you were usually a bit lower on the on the tiers of QBs here because you're never going to decide to sit or you're never going to decide between Josh Allen and you know whoever's on your waiver wire or Patrick Mahomes and who's on your waiver wire those aren't realistic start sit options so we're, we're, we're down here a bit for people maybe scraping the waiver wire but we've got Baker Mayfield quarterback for the Tampa Bay Baker Nears playing versus Tennessee we've got Brock Purdy quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers playing at Jacksonville going west coast to east coast baby coast to coast and then we've got Jared Goff, uh, quarterback for the Detroit Lions, playing at the Los Angeles Chargers. Josh, if you had to pick one of these boys, who you starting this week and why? Between Mayfield, Purdy, and Goff. Well, I, I have been big. Uh, I've been a big fan of what Baker Mayfield's been doing this week, this year in Tennessee, or not Tennessee, in Tampa Bay. Um, but I'm going to go with Jared Goff. I just, you know. He's got a name that sounds like an East Coast person saying golf, and I love golf. Um, he's at the Chargers, whose defense is uh, led by Brandon, defensive mastermind at losing defense, uh, Staley. And so I'm going to go with Jared Golf. Okay. Uh, I think Jared Goff is a very safe pick. I uh, Definitely in the couple leagues I have Jared Goff, I am starting him. Uh, without question this week i'm trying to decide right now if i want to be strategic for the game between you and i and walters if i want to take purdy instead um, because i think the 49ers will similarly have to put up points on jacksonville coming into the bye but i think i'd rather play safe and i think i'd rather pick with goff um so i'm going to say goff as well but i was close on purdy and mayfield playing tennessee did absolutely nothing for me and walters did though walters went purdy he's trying to outsmart us or out out wrangle us so two two of us take goff of those three and walters takes purdy um and josh is done typing now so josh who's in our running backs category this week no this week we've got some running backs some of them um shine shine brightly there are a couple rookies in here uh one of them is kind of the lead back on his team um the other two are going to be the um second options but have big play capability so we're going to go with jameer gibbs um at los angeles chargers um javante williams of denver at buffalo or ty j spears of the tennessee titans at tampa bay tennessee titans well, obviously, Jameer Gibbs has broken out the last couple weeks um, at Baltimore and versus Las Vegas before the bye. He put up um, both were 20-point performances and half-point PPR. Had 10 targets and 5 targets, lots of receptions, a touchdown in each game. Um, but then they have the bye weekend now. David Montgomery's coming back. And if you look back to start of the season, of course, he's a rookie and it's hard to know what will happen. But David Montgomery surely is going to eat into some of the snaps here. Jameer Gibbs had an 87% and a 70% snap share of the last two weeks before their bye that'll not happen with Devonte or excuse me david montgomery back so um he has the big playability how much snapshot will he get how many carries or <laughs> targets will he get that's tough to say javante williams also coming off a of bye week he's uh you know he he's doing the best he has this year the last couple weeks um 
He's put up 17 points and 11 points the last two weeks. He was not very efficient in week eight, but he's also playing Kansas City. And so it's tough to judge a man for that. He's having minimal receiving work, but it's you know he's pretty steady. He's usually getting about three receptions a game. He had a receiving touchdown last week, which helped bo- boost the score. Um, but that was his only touchdown on the season, so he's normally putting up seven to 11 fantasy points. And Tajay Spears, um, he is obviously Derrick Henry's backup. He's only hit double-digit fantasy points once this year. He does get about uh, 50 to 60 percent of the snaps here he's been pretty steadily in that for most of the games this year and he had four receptions in their last game with Lil will levis at quarterback i don't know if he'll get any more receiving work but i feel like i have to go jameer gibbs here just for the big play ability he already has two touchdowns on the year which is more than either of these two players so i'm going jameer gibbs josh once again i'm going to uh i'm going to agree with you um so far you and i are uh, showing that we run a podcast together because we have similar takes, uh, which is not necessarily the best. Uh, best. Uh, Maybe you and thing. I have just come together over six years of doing a podcast. Our fantasy takes have come together, and through homeostasis, we've become one fantasy mind. I would say so, and then Walters put in Javante, but I would say that Spears was kind of a close second, um, but that run defense for Tampa Bay is pretty solid, so I wouldn't necessarily want to... Um, guess that he's going to get a lot of carries or his carries would be very efficient um he does have i believe he is more used in the past game they had him lined up out wide a couple times i noticed um last week on thursday when i watched the game um and he did get i believe six targets last week um so they do use him in the past game but i do think gibbs is using the past game they're probably going to ease montgomery back a little bit um so yeah he's gonna plus he's very electric so i would say i just like gibbs all right, Josh, we'll move on to the wide receiver category. Uh, we've got Brandon Ayuk, wide receiver for the San Francisco 49ers, playing at Jacksonville. We've got Garrett Wilson, wide receiver for the New York Jets, playing at Las Vegas. And we've got Jordan Addison, wide receiver for your hometown Minnesota Vikings, playing versus Nolens. Josh, if you had to pick between Ayuk, Garrett Wilson, or Jordan Addison, who do you like this week and why? Well, it may be no no surprise to anybody here, but after last week with uh, the New York Jets watching that offense up against the Los Angeles Chargers defense, um, that is not actually very good, um, or it hasn't been at least this year. Um, my my feelings on Jets offensive players is 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 offensive actually, and so I'm going to avoid Wilson. Uh, Jordan Addison has Josh Dobbs, the big brain man, but the big brain man might not target him like Kirk Cousins does, even if he is at wide receiver one. Um, and so I do think that as far as the overall order goes, um, Wilson is last on mine and then as in a second, but I'm going to go with Ayuk. Um, I do like the old Ayuk and rally. Um, and so that is going to be my pick. Ayuk and rally. I love that. Um, certainly I am also, I mean, Zach Wilson has just kind of tainted, tainted that team. Garrett Wilson is the lowest ranking receiver of the three on the year. He has had a bye week. So that's, uh, that's worth factoring in, but so has, so has Brandon Ayuk. He's just coming off his bye. And of course, Jordan Addison will not have his bye until week 13. So I am between Ayuk and Addison and, uh, you took Ayuk and Walters took Addison. So now I'm like, well, Hmm, what do I do here? But I think I will go ahead and I'll ride with Addison. I think um, even though New Orleans is maybe the uh, the third or fourth best defense we've played this year, um, I don't know if that means we'll have a different game plan. Is it who's their best corner? Is it Marshawn Lattimore? Am I, am I thinking too many years ago? I don't pay attention to the Saints defense like I used to. I but. believe it is Marshawn Lattimore. 
well, if we're both wrong, we're going to look really silly. Um, but last week, with uh, even with Joshua Dobbs, um, Jordan Addison, 97% snapshot. He's never leaving the field, really. He had seven targets for five receptions for 52 yards. So that's seven and a half yards per target, over 10 yards per catch. Um, didn't get in the end zone, but he has 10 touchdowns on the year. He has that ability. I'll go ahead and I'll continue to ride with Addison, hoping that we'll have to pass the ball a bit to keep up with the – or to overcome the Saints versus just running the rock with – um, running the rock with Madison. Um, Walter's put in the chat with Debo back. I think that cuts Tyuk targets. I don't think so. I think Ayuk and Debo are pretty different players. But you know what? Walters has proved himself to be the superior fantasy mind, so we'll see. But um, Walters and I are going with Addison, and Josh is going with Brandon Ayuk. Josh, who are our tight end choices this week? Tight ends this week, we've got... Um, even Engram of the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, going up against the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, then we've got uh, George Kitty Cat Kittle um, at the Jacksonville Jaguars. So a couple matchups or they're playing each other. And then we've got uh, better than TJ Hawkinson T- or Jake Ferguson versus the New York Giants. Um, Car, who take? I noticed that we're, our choices are between a lot of players coming off the bye this week. So it's just convenient that... I don't know if that was your choice or if that was Narfo's choice or whatever, but a lot of these players we're picking from are coming off their bye. Um, <clears throat> and I guess there's only so many teams that were a bye last week, right? Anyway, sorry. That's a tangent that doesn't matter. Evan Ingram, he's been a solid fantasy tight end. Um, he's fringe tight end one. Right now he's ranked tight end 11. Of course, he's coming off his bye, so he's down a week compared to some players, though most players have had their bye by now. But Evan, Evan Ingram is a solid choice. His floor is five points and half point PPR, and his ceiling so far for the season is 12, and he did just get that this last weekend, uh, or the excuse me, the weekend before the bye. He has not gotten a touchdown this year, so some could say uh, there's certainly some positive touchdown regression coming his way um, playing a team like the 49ers who knows what uh, Trevor Lawrence can do the 49ers have looked um, have looked vincible as Jack would say these last couple weeks so the 49ers are showing some weaknesses George oh my god I just broke a thing that was in my hand cool um George Kittle has been very hit and miss this year. He's had as low as zero fantasy points with a 98% snap share, excuse me, 0.6 points with a 98% snap share, and he's had as high as a 26.2 fantasy performance and half point PPR. So um, he certainly has that big game um, allure that George Kittle's always had. That's why he's been looked at as one of the top tight ends for years, but he's not what he used to. He used to be, you know, top three. Now he's, you know, more like top five to top eight, just because uh, he can't put it together the way he used to, but the talent is still there. And then Jake Ferguson, he's just been a solid steady option for the Cowboys. He's tight end 12 right behind Evan Ingram. He's had a couple worse games. His floor is a little bit lower. If I had to pick one, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to pick George Kittle just because I think um, he, he has the best opportunity. Evan Ingram playing that tough defense. Who knows what he's going to do? George Kittle, though, the 49ers are probably going to have to score a little bit more. And Jake Ferguson will probably be done by halftime because they're playing the Giants, being led by fucking Danny DeVito. So I'm taking George Kittle, and that doesn't feel close to me. Um, Walters asks, what have been the stats for Fergie the last three weeks? 
Jake Ferguson, the last three weeks, uh, they had a bye in week seven, so that's not as helpful. But in week six, he had uh, one target for one catch or, and uh, 15 yards, so just two fancy points and half point PPR. In week eight, he had four catches for 47 yards and a tud. And in week nine at Philly, he was on the field for 89% of the snaps, 10 targets, seven receptions, 91 yards, and one touchdown. So the last two weeks, he's had a touchdown. Um, but I'm taking George Kittle. And Josh, who do you think here between Ingram, Kittle, and Ferguson? Well, I'm going to go with the Fergie. Um, okay. I think that uh, his, his he's found his groove in that offense. Dak's been solid. Um, he uh, So Dak had <clears throat> back-to-back solid weeks. C.D. Lamb has been, I believe, the number one wide receiver in the past few weeks. Um, and so um, and, and that hasn't hurt uh, Ferguson at all. And yeah, I'm going to rock with Ferguson. All right. Walters also went uh, Ferguson in the chat. He also said, according to NBA Jam rules, he is heating up. Um, I guess that'll also be beer pong rules. But yeah, so Jake Ferguson touched on the last two weeks. Um, he is hoping to be on fire by this week. But I think you guys are going to look silly picking Ferguson with George Kittle on the board. You guys are going to be looking ridiculous josh our last choice here looking into the flex we've got a couple different options here not the sexiest choices um one name is the bigger than the three but he won't be after uh, but it, even if but not by now by the end of this year two players play for the same team we've got uh jerry judy wide receiver for the denver denver broncos playing at buffalo so going from mile high to buffalo high we have zay flowers wide receiver for the baltimore ravens playing versus cleveland and then his teammate in the backfield we've got gus bus edwards running back for the um, baltimore ravens playing versus cleveland as well josh if you had to pick between judy flowers or edwards who would you like to be your flex play this weekend and why I don't want any of them, but that Cleveland defense is pretty solid. I know Lamar's been heating it up, but um, I am hesitant to pick Flowers or Edwards. Um, I feel like at Buffalo, they're going to have to be throwing the ball a little bit more. Um, And so I'm going to go with Judy. And yes, the tone in which I said Judy should give you all the signs as to how comfortable I am with that. Gotcha. I feel it. Yeah, I mean, Jared Judy, I mean, they're coming off a bye, so you could try and argue with yourself that maybe Sean Payton has tried to fix this team. He hasn't. He won't. Uh, not this year. But maybe there's something to redeem Jared Judy. He did get his one touchdown of the season just la- uh, two weeks ago before their bye um, and got it versus Kansas City. So maybe they'll have to have a similar offensive por- performance to try and keep up with Buffalo. Zay Flowers has been very solid for a rookie. He's only wide receiver 37, and he hasn't had a bye. He's been pretty hit or miss, much more popular in PPR formats. His last week was his worst week, though, just one catch for 11 yards um, on one target even, and his snap share was the lowest of the year. OBJ is healthy. Some of their other pieces are healthy, so Zay Flowers is being put to the back seat just a bit. So you could argue Zay Flowers is trending down. Gus Edwards, he's been all over the place. He's been as low as an 18% snap share, which he had just last week. But just last week, he also had two touchdowns. So, I mean, what the hell is happening? He's had double-digit performances the last three weeks. I really don't know if I want to go with Gus Edwards, but I also don't know that I really want these other three. Um, I'll ride with Walters, and I'll go with Gus Edwards just for the touchdown potential. In the last three weeks, he's had six touchdowns, which obviously there will be some negative regression there. But... um, I don't know. I have to pick someone. And so I'll pick someone who has some touchdown upside and I'll take Gus Edwards. Um, and I don't have a bonus start set this week, Josh, but I have mentioned, I don't know if you want to pull up. Um, 
I, uh, I'll give you a second here. I'll vamp. But if you want to pull up either ESPN or Sleep or just any of our arbitrary leagues, for those who don't know, there's been a situation developing overnight, and I won't necessarily go into the details because I don't know the details, but <clears throat> apparently Michael Thomas, wide receiver for the Saints, is running into some sort of legal trouble, potentially. Might 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 be fine for Sunday, might not be. If you, and let's just say you couldn't do a flex play, let's say you had to start a wide receiver instead for whatever reason. Out there on the waiver wire, if you weren't able to play Michael Thomas this week, who who would you start in his place? Um, you know, again, just picking any any league, any arbitrary waiver wire. It's going to be bleak out there. But if you see any players on the waiver wire and you're like, well, you know, if I had to play this player in a pinch because Michael Thomas uh, is unavailable for Sunday's game, I would play this receiver. I think I've vamped long enough. Are you able to see any players out there, Josh, that appeal to you? Hang on. I'm trying to I, – I had to decide what league, so. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's fine. But, uh, I mean, it's just a tough situation. Like, you're, it's not necessarily a surprise thing because we're finding out on Saturday morning versus on Sunday morning. But it's just like, golly, guy. Um, but, yeah. Golly, indeed. <laughs> All right, so if you and you're saying flex, um, so I'm looking in the Hidden Oaks League because that is going to be the more most people. Um, as far as the flex goes, um, oh boy, yeah, it's you bleak out there. Quit. Um, you know, I guess it, what league is this? What league are you talking about? Is it the Hidden Oaks League? Am I going to be helping you in a league that I'm trying to... No, I do not have Michael Thomas at the Hidden Oaks League. I have Michael Thomas, uh, I think, in the Champs League, and I have him in a Dynasty League. Um, but yeah, I was just talking in general, in general, for people in general, who might have Michael Thomas. In general, um, taking a flyer, uh, just, you know, it may be a... Um, it is probably not going to be the, the best... Um, best option for you um oh, oh is the game log uh but i'm talking i'm thinking oh no, okay um i think that um it's possible that trenton Irwin out of cincinnati is a solid pick uh a sneaky pick not a solid pick um he had um he's played three games this year he's had at least one target in all three games um and so on the first of october he had one target for one catch for 17 yards um on the eighth so the next week he had 10 targets he had eight catches um and then last week he had um two targets two catches and so he gets targets he makes catches and they just ruled t higgins out and chase is actually uh banged up and is kind of questionable so he may be seeing a little bit more volume um and so he may be one of those sneaky plays if if you're not comfortable sign putting in like a um Jalen Rager or Brand Brand Cooks would be an okay. Um, Demario Douglas, anybody like that. All right, and I see. Um, I see in this. I'm just. I just picked a random league for me as well. Noah Brown still available. Probably got picked up in most leagues, but Noah Brown's out there. Um, there's potential there. You could try and go on his same team. Rashid Shahid is one of those fringe, probably roster players. So maybe if Michael Thomas is out, uh, the production just goes to a different Saints receiver. Um, but yeah, it, it could, it's, it's looking bleak out there. I think with Josh's I mean, Derek Carr has kind of been a duty, white, so a white receiver for the Cincinnati Bengals, you know, you're getting desperate at that point. Um, yeah, I mean, Noah Brown would be a solid play. He did help me, uh, um, uh, penetrate Walters last week in the champions league. <laughs> um, nice. 
Uh, all right, but that was my that was my bonus start set. Josh, I don't have one this week because I'm a terrible host and I'm a terrible friend and a terrible everything else. But who do you got as your FanDuel bus this week? Uh, I've got Jamar Chase versus Houston. Uh, Houston's defense has been pretty solid, um, and so but Jamar and Jamar Chase is banged up. I did just see they're still questioning whether or not he plays. Uh, but for ninety three hundred, I don't think it's worth the risk, especially if you set your lineups early and then you go and you're not paying attention. Noon game starts and then oh no, he's out. Um, so I would say Jamar Chase um, is is going to be my bust of the week, Gar. And then it Gar, is there like... anything that you're excited for this week? Or what, oh. did you have something to say? No, I, was, I mean, I was just going to say, it sounds like Tyler Boyd could be a very sneaky uh, a sneaky play for the FanDuel if uh, one or potentially two of their receivers is out. Uh, this weekend, Josh, I'm excited to see what Joshua Dobbs looks like after a week of practice. I honestly feel like for some reason, I know we're playing the Saints, which is a better team than the Falcons in general. But I mean, like, there's there's... I think people's expectations will be too high after seeing what he was able to do last week. I think it is much more likely he looks more pedestrian this week. So I am excited to see what happens, but also I'm kind of bracing myself for, um, based on the fact that there's no way he'll be able to do what he did last week. And so just like, okay, what is Joshua Dobbs going to look like? How will he be more pedestrian? So that I'm more interested in than I think anything else. Um, I'm interested to see what the CJ Stroud, Joe Burrow game looks like with T Higgins out and potentially Jamar Chase banged up or maybe on a snap count if he plays something like that that could be very interesting what's that nico collins is out nico collins is also out so what does that mean for tank dell does he get because that's instant defense is sneaky good for people that don't know um so it's just a matter of okay does tank dell go off does tank dell get double double and tripled all day it'll be interesting to see um what about you josh you excited to see that green bay pittsburgh game or uh is that uh you worried because tomlin just sneaks wins everywhere all the time yeah no it's not that it's not so much that Tomlin's uh, sneaking wins and everything. It's more so that Packers are Packers. Josh, this does does it hurt your soul to have to talk about the Packers like this after all that all those years of success? Well, I mean, I've talked about them negatively in the past as well. Um, there's, you know, you can go back and listen to the tapes. I've. I know, but I this, feel like this is like very... week after week. It's just, you know, it's not like, it's not like, all right, we got Rodgers, we can turn. I'm not, I'm not even trying to shit on the Packers. I'm just asking, like, has your psyche changed this season over other seasons? I know you've said negative things in the past, but this is like week after week. There's no hope almost. There's a little hope. I mean, geez, give us a break. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it's, it's not it's it hasn't been the most fun season um but we i kind of expected it um and so we'll we'll see i don't know i'm I'm excited to watch our offensive line against tj watt all right um the detroit lions and the los angeles Chargers should be a very exciting game i expect a lot of scoring in that game but i'm sure after i say that it'll be like a 7-10 finish josh a couple potential trap games here then we'll get out of here Uh, i just want to get your quick thoughts do you think dallas playing danny devito do you think that's going to be a trap game and then danny devito will be sneaky good or do you think dallas beats the giants by 40 like they did last time yeah, they're going to beat him by like 400. All right. And then Monday night, uh, Buffalo-Denver for some reason. Um, what do you think about that one? Do you think Buffalo beats Denver by 40? Or do you think that one's sneaky, interesting? Because Buffalo usually plays to the level of their opponents versus blowing teams out like they could. Yeah, I think it's going to be um, closer than people think just because they do play to their teams. They've had some weird games this year as well. So, um, yeah, I do think that that is... Um, that is going to be um, a little bit more of a game as opposed to 
um the other one as opposed to danny devito dude all right yep all right uh we will go ahead and we will get out of here josh uh we appreciate you for your analysis walters we appreciate you for participating with us i think where's al where's al is al like in vegas or something i don't know i think he was taking a trip this weekend doesn't really matter but he was not able to join us but that's why we talk about walters so much because he's here with us he's almost a part of the show at this point but then as soon as we say that then he'll get bad so we just have to keep walters on the fringe so he keeps working hard but um but yeah i'm gonna go ahead and start playing the outro song josh or start loading it so you have about probably five seconds to say go packers anything else you want to say go packers go packers go packers go packers (laughs) all right thanks everybody we love you and we will see you tuesday night those who are listening to the michael thomas start set uh our fantasy correspondent walters he said romeo dubs potentially uh robert woods jameson williams or kyle phillips were choices to look at so walters proving himself to be the superior saturday morning fantasy mind those are four more names for you dubs woods williams and phillips Um, that we should invest more troops in the war. Which war specifically? There's a couple at the moment. Uh, the war on um, social media. Oh, okay. What kind of troops are those? Um, well, since it's, uh, it is a global war, um, I said we should invest more in um, utilizing um, COD and Fortnite players between the ages of 10 and 15 to train our soldiers you know josh that might be the smartest idea you've ever had well you know i did go to six years of college did you stay at a holiday Inn express last night no why